Have you ever wondered what people think about you based on what they see online? What people think of you or your business is the basics of branding, and it's what I'm talking about on episode three of my podcast, Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Thanks again to everyone for their feedback on the podcast so far. My podcast is now listed on iTunes, which means it's easier than ever to subscribe and get new episodes of the podcast to download directly to your device. I put a link to the podcast on iTunes in my show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash three. So please do go over and check it out and subscribe. Personal branding is one of my favorite topics. It was the main subject of a college course I wrote, and it's still a favorite topic of mine because I think people don't spend enough time making sure that they understand how they're presenting themselves online. Personal branding sounds like something fancy or maybe even pretentious to some, but I think it has a bit of a bad reputation. What I want people to know is that it doesn't need to be anything fancy or complicated. For many, it doesn't even need to be written down. But let me back up a minute. Let's grab a definition. I'm going to preface this by saying that when it comes to personal branding, I don't always agree 100% with them. But this is what I found on Wikipedia. Personal branding is the practice of people marketing themselves and their careers as brands. Personal branding is essentially the ongoing process of establishing a prescribed image or impression in the mind of others about an individual, group, or organization. Personal branding often involves the application of one's name to various products. So let's talk about that a bit. I don't disagree, and I do think that definition works really well in a lot of cases, including my own. Personal branding is especially important for someone whose business is built around their name. Nobody needs to think about their personal brand more than someone whose business is their name, like me and Lara Wellman Digital Marketing. Because my business is my name, I always need to think about how the two are linked. But why do people whose businesses aren't their name need to think about it? First of all, if you're in the public eye at all and linked to your business's reputation, the chances are pretty high people will Google you. What will they find? Is it what you want people to be able to find? Here are two quick exercises I think are worth doing to check out what's out there about you. First, go to your web browser and open an incognito window. That's the Chrome terminology. It's called a private window on Firefox, and on Internet Explorer, it's called in private browsing. The way our browsers work is that they're designed to try to find content that's the most relevant to you. That means that if you Google yourself, you're more likely to come up with more hits about yourself than someone else, since your browser knows you're interested in you. By opening one of these incognito or private windows, you get results that are more accurate to what a stranger would get. Once you've gone to a private window, Google yourself and see what you find. Check out the first couple of pages, but take a look at page 10 or 15 too and see what's there. I remember being surprised when I found a blog comment I left eight years ago. It wasn't anything I was embarrassed about, but having a clear idea of what's out there is good to know. What's most important is what's on the first few pages though, so keep that in mind. If you want more information on all these different kinds of incognito windows, go to my show notes, larawellman.com slash podcast slash three, and I have a reference document there. Here's another exercise. Ask a friend to tell you what they can find out about you online. Maybe you swap the exercise and you do the search for them too. Spend five or ten minutes and then write up what you found out about the person. 
The point here isn't how much personal information you can find and what you think of that. It's whether or not it's portraying what you want to have portrayed. If you Google me, you're going to find lots of stuff about social media and what I do for a living, but you're also going to find lots of stuff about me and my family because I'm also quite involved in parenting blogging. I'm okay with that, but I also made the decision years ago to allow that part of my life to be available publicly. Which leads me to my next point, which is that you want to think about what you want people to know about you. Now that you have a sense of what's actually out there about you, does it match what you want people to know? Are there things you wish weren't there? I think it's important to have general guidelines that you follow when you're online. I try to be primarily positive online. I don't post images of myself out partying hard, not that I do that a lot. I post photos of my kids, but I don't talk about their schools and I don't swear online. People don't want to see a business owner complaining about other clients online, for example. Others would have problems with how vocal people are on hot topics. I personally try to avoid controversial issues for the most part, but there are a few topics I believe in so strongly that I'm willing to talk about them because I accept that if you disagree, you might not want to work with me. Taking it a step beyond what you don't want people to know, what do you want them to know about you? What kind of information do you want them to be able to find and is any of that coming up for you? If you're not finding the kind of information you want people to be able to find, that's an indication you need more content that reflects that and that's linked to your name. So to recap that part, it's important for you to understand what people will find when they look you up online and to have a general sense of how you can guide that by sharing the right things and making sure you don't say other things. What are some simple ways you can start to make sure people are finding what you want them to find and that they're getting the right impression of you online? I think professional headshots are key. If you are a professional and you want people to take you seriously, you want to come across that way. Having someone take professional photos of you not only means that you're going to come off as well polished, but you can make sure that the photos you have speak to things you want people to know about you. The last couple of times that I went to get my photos done, I went in with words I wanted portrayed in my photos. Approachable, easy to talk to, confident were some of them. My most recent time, I still had all of those, but I also had fun and quirky, so there are a lot more fun and different kinds of poses that are included in that shoot. Thinking through those kinds of words before you meet with a photographer will help guide that session and give you photos that really speak to what you want people to see. I want to share a story about why I decided on this topic for this week's podcast. It was my birthday this month, and for my birthday, my husband got me a carrot onesie. It's a big one-piece outfit that looks like a carrot, bright orange with green leaves on the head. I posted a photo of myself wearing the carrot onesie on my Instagram and on Facebook, and I had one person say she couldn't believe I posted that photo. Here's the thing. It's not the most professional photo of me, but it's real. I like to be silly and have fun. There's nothing about being willing to wear a carrot onesie that takes away from my knowledge about social media, but people knowing that I'm willing to wear one might make a certain segment of the population feel even more connected to me. Having that fun and quirky photo out there was actually a deliberate decision based on what I want my brand to look like, as opposed to an accidental, oops, that wasn't very professional of me, was it, moment. I put a couple of pictures of me in the carrot onesie in the show notes if you're curious. Okay, on to my next point. Make sure that you have a well-filled out LinkedIn profile that speaks to all you want people to know about you. LinkedIn ranks really high in Google search, so you want to make sure what people are finding there leads them to your business. 
highlights your expertise and isn't outdated and old information. People connect with me on LinkedIn regularly, and I think it's a hugely missed opportunity for many. And I'll be digging into LinkedIn on a future podcast, so please let me know if there are any questions you want answered. My next tip, think before you post anything online. Don't feel like you can post anything on Facebook because only your friends will see it. It's very important to think of anything you post online as having the potential of being seen by everyone. The more private the setting, the more free you can be. For example, a closed or secret Facebook group is safer than your general Facebook profile, but it's still always a risk when you post it online, so be careful. People form opinions based on the things that you share. Spend some time thinking about what it is they're going to think based on what you're sharing. So let's recap for today. Know what is currently out there about you. If you found anything that you weren't happy about in your searches, the key is to create more relevant, compelling, and new information that speaks to what you want people to see and make that more relevant. Some ideas on places you can do that are by creating content on your website, whether it be blog posts or just more in the about section, more information on LinkedIn. You can also post articles on LinkedIn, which is a great tool, guest posts on big prominent website. The more popular a website is, the higher it ranks in Google search. So if your name and links back to your website are on there, that's all going to help. So there are a few ideas on places you can create that content. It won't happen overnight to change what you're being found, but over time, the new and high quality content that you're creating will come up to the top. Know what you want people to think about you. Think about the content that can reinforce what you want people to know and think about you so that you can purposely create it and help impact your personal brand. I want to stress that I don't want to try to scare people. Thinking about this stuff, whether you want to call it personal branding or not, is simply a good idea to make sure that you're doing the best you can to show up well online. I'm going to share some other blog posts I've written in the past about personal branding to elaborate on the subject. So come on over and check those out in the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash three. And that's it for episode three. Thank you for listening. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please do subscribe on iTunes. And I'd love it if you would share it with other people who you think would enjoy it. As always, I'd love your feedback on what you'd like to hear in future episodes. If you have any questions, I'm going to do a Q&A episode. So send me an email at lara at larawellman.com and I'll try to include that in a future episode. And until next time, I'll see you online.